Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I am Ben Duncan, and this is a place where prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana share their stories. Welcome back to Talent Hub Talk. Today, I wanted to provide a quick review of the ANZ Salesforce market for Q3 2023. So if you've heard my previous quarter reviews, you'll know what to expect here. Um, looking at hiring trends, over the last quarter, uh, we have seen a continuation in companies preferring to make permanent hires rather than to hire contractors. We've also seen several companies looking to convert existing contractors to permanent positions. In some cases, this has been a move that contractors have welcomed, favoring the perceived security of permanent roles over the higher earning power of contract. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens for the remainder of this year uh, if we start to see more contract roles coming back to market. But right now, there definitely has been and is a preference for hiring permanent members of staff and yeah, offering that security, maybe a less, uh, less of an outlay in terms of salary compared to rate. Um, but companies have been preferring bringing people onto their payroll. Where has the demand been? So for permanent roles, we've seen some of the partners being more active this quarter compared to previous quarters. And although still not to the levels we have seen in recent years, there, there's definitely been more activity in the partner space than, than we've seen more recently. Uh, we've not seen as many requirements coming out of the big global SIs, uh, the big global system integrators, but have seen some good levels of hiring activity from small and mid-tier Salesforce partners, um, which is great to see. Uh, great to see some of the smaller partners, some of the mid-tier partners growing still. And yeah, we've had some really enjoyable experiences hiring for Salesforce partners over the last quarter. We've seen some good hiring activity with some of the banks and not-for-profits, as well as pockets of hiring from other private sector end-user companies. Typically, these hires have been to supplement existing teams or to replace uh, team members that may be leaving businesses um, rather than being driven by new projects specifically. So it's not necessarily a case of we're seeing a huge amount of new projects come to market, um, but where we have seen hiring activity, it's... Um, you know, for, for some extra workload um, with BAU, um, small enhancements, things like that, or, uh, or to replace team members that might be leaving and, uh, and going elsewhere. Where we have seen some contract hires, uh, it's mainly been in the government space as well as Salesforce professional services themselves hiring subcontractors. They often do this via partners and, or through the broader market. When they do hire via partners, sometimes those partners go out and hire contractors themselves. Um, or like I said, Salesforce professional services go to market and hire contractors themselves. So yeah, government and, and Salesforce professional services is where we've seen a fair bit of activity um, for contractors over the last quarter um, or so. I know there has also been quite a bit of activity in the federal government space, and I'm noticing more and more candidates popping up with baseline security clearance, which often means they've recently been engaged on a federal government project. When these projects really get going, they tend to suck up a lot of resources from the market. And uh, and I have seen a number of the larger SIs that have had some team members on these projects. So I think that that's a really interesting space. Uh, typically, they, they do look for um, Australian citizens, from, from my knowledge, um, to go through that security clearance. So that's a really good thing for people that are uh, Australian citizens and potentially would want to go through that baseline security clearance process, because once you have that, that can mean uh, opportunities do open up for you. And the more and more resources that get sucked into these projects will obviously impact the broader market and will impact the availability of talent. So 
definitely an interesting one to watch because we are seeing more and more opportunity or more, more and more demand in that federal government space. Redundancies. Um, so although there have been some redundancies this quarter uh, that I'm aware of, I can't remember hearing of too many. Uh, I am aware of, of some people being let, bo- sorry, let go by a global SI. Um, but whereas in previous quarters when I've discussed redundancies, I've had several companies in mind um, when, when discussing them. But this time around, I, I don't remember hearing of, of too many this quarter, which is great. You know, there are some people out there that have been affected. And obviously, we want to help those people as quickly as possible to find new roles. Um, but the fact that I, I can't remember as many this quarter is hopefully a sign that things are improving. And hopefully, there'll be more positive quarters ahead when it comes to redundancies. Um, and yeah, obviously, people in the past that have been made redundant, we have seen lots of, of them go on to secure new roles, again, which is great to see. Um, not everyone has, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, hopefully a new opportunity is just around the corner for anyone that has been affected by redundancies over the last year or so. Remote working. So I, I feel most companies are looking for some sort of office presence on average two to three days per week now. Um, we did recently see a company in Brisbane who were looking for a Salesforce developer to be in the office five days a week. And it was no surprise to me that they really struggled to fill this role for a number of months. Most candidates are still preferring flexibility and definitely a preference for choice. So, um, you know, a choice of whether or not they go to the the office or, or work from home. I think that is important, though. A lot of people do prefer to have the ability to go to an office rather than have to be fully remote. Whether that's uh, you know a choice they take up or not, it's um, it's definitely something I'm seeing people people prefer. And there are still some hundred percent remote roles out there, but I, I definitely and I think this will will stay. You know, I think there will be companies out there that do continue to hire one hundred percent remote, but it's definitely not the norm now. Um, yeah, I would say the norm is to have some sort of presence in the office, whether that's two, three times a week, or, you know, I've seen one company hiring five times per fortnight. So, uh, yeah, mixing it up a bit, but um, definitely a preference for people that can get to an office as and when required. So salaries and rates. Hasn't been too much change in terms of uh, salaries and rates over the last quarter. We have seen some contractors dropping their rates or at least being more willing to negotiate to some degree. And, uh, you know, over the, if we look back uh, over the last couple of years, people were, were definitely pushing their rates up or, or, you know, being quite firm on, on their expectation, whereas that has changed a little bit in some cases. Salaries have remained fairly flat. Uh, we aren't necessarily seeing massive increases. We, we have seen people moving for the same money. We have seen people in some cases taking pay cuts on what they were previously earning and um, to secure new roles. So um, definitely aren't seeing a, a spike in salaries at all. They've been fairly kind of consistent, fairly flat for the last, I would say, year now. Um, and uh, yeah, we still see the odd person that's that, you know expecting something that's that's way above what they're earning now and, uh, and sometimes way above what the market's paying. But um, yeah, we're not seeing as, as much of that as the as to, to what we saw over the last couple of years or the last uh, year prior to the last. Now, um, I'm getting a lot of questions around our salary survey and um, it will be out soon, I promise. Um, it's been a major, major job. What we were looking to do with the salary survey is present some really insightful data and accurate data around what people are actually earning now and what they're looking for when they next leave. Salary, um, kind of market salary guides, in my opinion, aren't truly that valuable because they're based on opinion and they're often written by a recruiter who you know jots down some notes around conversations they've had with people you know that they're, they're not 
too data driven they're more kind of um yeah just looking at, at conversations looking trying to gauge what their feel is on on what the average salary is in the market and that's really difficult to do because obviously there's so many different variations you can speak to a developer working for a, a government agency and um and then compare them to a financial services agency and they can have the same amount of experience in terms of years but the variation in pay can be so broad. So what we're looking to do is um, is find like the average salary, look at different industries that pay more or, or less, look at actually how people identify in terms of level of seniority, because I, I'm not a fan of, of pigeonholing people based purely on years of experience. So we're looking to actually see, well, what does a senior developer actually look like uh, on average in terms of both years of experience, certifications, things like that. So yeah, hopefully this will be really valuable when it hits the market. It will be out soon, uh, I promise. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll find some some real value in that. So the hard to fill roles this quarter, I would say this quarter, the most challenging roles to fill for me have actually been Salesforce administrator roles and specifically where there is an expectation that candidates will have strong flow experience. Flows aren't going anywhere, but it's very challenging to find candidates who have good experience in this space and, and people that follow best practice. The real unicorn candidate right now seems to be an admin that is adept with flows but also very comfortable in front of the business. So if you have experience in one of those areas, but not the other, um, like you're a good communicator, but you're not too technical in terms of building flows, or you have good flow experience, but you're not great in front of the business in terms of comfort level, communication style, you know, those soft skills, then uh, if you can work on the the area that you don't necessarily have the most experience in, then, uh, then yeah, you're really setting yourself up for success because there are very few people out there that tick both boxes. And um, yeah, I've seen a number of sales administrator roles being open long term just because the expectation from the client is high and unfortunately there just aren't many people in the market that tick both boxes historically developers have been hard to attract and secure that you know the developer market has been crazy over the last few years and uh, and it's been the market that i would say companies have really struggled the most in in terms of attracting just because of the volume of, of developer roles has been higher than you know architect roles as well which are obviously very hard to fill themselves but uh, we saw a huge spike in developer requirements through the covid years but right now we have been able to turn developer roles around quite quickly um, and over the last quarter we are seeing some some really strong developers still on the market so um, there's been a bit of a shift in this space some will find roles very very quickly and um, we've placed some some really good developers over the last three months um but there are still some really good developers out in the market so if you're a hiring manager listening to this and and you uh, you think you need a developer in your team then, then now is a good time to be hiring in this space I also know clients that have been really struggling to attract some specialized marketing cloud skills, um, especially at the architect level. So I, I, I know this has been an area that, that, that historically is hard to, to source candidates in, but, uh, but right now it seems to be especially difficult to find senior level marketing cloud resources. Although I haven't seen um, as much demand in this area as as I'd kind of mentioned there may be in, in previous reviews uh, or previews, um, I know we're still very short across the market for Salesforce industry skills. So yeah, definitely an area that I feel if there was an uptick in requirements, we would uh, we would struggle to to fill with the current kind of candidate pool that exists. And I think it's going to be an area that companies really need to upskill team members in because uh, right now the experience just isn't sat, uh, just around sat on the market. And I think that's an area that, you know, consulting partners will be looking to upskill their employees in and, uh, and really start to, to, to get some expertise uh, across the board in Salesforce industries. Obviously, there were a number of announcements at Dreamforce this quarter as well. 
I'm not going to go into those because uh, there, there's already plenty of content out there around that. But um, but yeah, things like obviously AI and um, and and data and uh, yeah, they're, they're areas that are, are going to kind of continue to grow and emerge in the the market. And um, and and right now, I think uh, the candidate pools in those areas are going to be very very thin. So if you can uh, yeah identify ways to upskill and, and learn in those areas, then hopefully as the market evolves and we see the fallout of what comes from the the period after dreamforce then um yeah hopefully you'll be positioning yourself well for future demand in those areas overall it's been a, a pretty positive quarter i would say um we've we've seen more activity in terms of hiring uh, although a lot of that hiring has been in the permanent space we are seeing some contract requirements we're still seeing companies that are, have been quite flexible with where they hire people although obviously often looking for people to come to the office um it's not you know in most cases it's not a hard and fast rule around being in the office full time which i don't think will happen anytime soon and i hope never happens again for most companies there is opportunity out there for people and uh, and there definitely are still several areas where talent is very hard to find I guess my, my message to anyone listening to this that's looking to hire, um, I, I really think being strategic with the way you approach the market is really important right now. Um, just putting an advert on Seek is going to definitely fill you with a lot of applicants, but in my experience, not necessarily the applicants that you're you're looking for. You might get 100 um, responses to an advert and, and maybe two or three of those candidates may be suitable. Um, but by the time you've gone through all of them, and the, the good candidates may have secured other roles. And if you are a candidate out there looking for work and struggling right now, you know, there is opportunity. I think uh, not, not in all skill sets right now. There's the, the demand isn't huge across the board, but there are opportunities out there. And, um, I think it's, it's really important to understand where your gaps are and, you know, where you can upskill. Uh, where you can get ahead of the curve and, and look at things that are coming through uh, potentially from Dreamforce announcements or um, just just where there are gaps in the market like that, that admin with flow and, and great communication skills, you know, and what can you do to position yourself for, for, for the requirements that are out there and, and make yourself the strongest candidate possible. Um, for any role that you apply for. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we're, we're going to see some, some continued activity, you know, more demand coming through over the next uh, couple of months. Uh, definitely seeing the positive side of the market right now. And hopefully that will continue. And um, always around for a chat if anyone wants to reach out and um, discuss the market or, or their career or hiring trends or, or hiring needs. Um, I'd love to hear from anyone that, that has any questions. And yeah, hopefully there was uh, some, some useful info, information in this episode for you and keep your eyes peeled for future episodes that are coming through. So that's a wrap for this week's episode. And thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the chat. And if you did, please make sure you have subscribed for future episodes that are coming through. I would also be very grateful if you would consider leaving a review on your chosen podcast platform as five-star reviews will help us to reach more trailblazers from across the world. I look forward to sharing another episode with you soon, and thanks again.